0: How are you? I'm fantastic.
1: Good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, I really appreciate you coming back to the my whim life show where we are sharing wisdom, humor, inspiration, and motivation, uh, with other entrepreneurs and people that are doing awesome things in this world. Just got to share the goodness with more than one person at a time. That's the goal. So tell me a little bit more about who Carly is as a personal trainer and what kind of help you have to offer other people? Who
0: I am as a personal trainer has definitely evolved over the years. Uh, I've been training full-time now for almost nine years, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy. We were looking at one of my first appointment books when you were in yeah. the other day. Um, you know, like old school, like paper <laughs> right. appointment yes. book. Um and it's definitely evolved from just working out to being focused on overall wellness Mm -hmm. because through my own healing and then through seeing so many clients over the years i realized that that physical piece needs to be there for sure but there's so many other aspects of that you know it all it all coincides right that mental the physical emotional spiritual so the focus has been a lot on nutrition, a lot on supplementation if needed. Sure. Um, hormones, I know hormones. that's something we've talked a
1: lot about.
0: Yeah, hormones um, play huge into that yeah. for a lot of my clients, so.
1: Yeah, so um, obviously you know, not only has your business changed, But the climate has changed that we are living in today. And we've got, you know, COVID going on and all different protocols. You had just recently opened up a new gym at the beginning of all of this. Yeah. How has that really affected your business or how do you do things differently?
0: Wow. That was so crazy to think that I opened in October of 2019, Mm -hmm. had my grand opening in December of that year, and then the pandemic hit and we had the lockdown in March. And when I think about it now, I never thought I'm not gonna make it. Yeah. Uh, I just kept showing up every day. So it changed the business in that aspect in that wasn't seeing people in, in person for a while. I was doing live workouts online for my clients or anyone. I just did them on Heart & Core Training Studio's Facebook page every morning live. Like, anyone who wants to work out, because I knew how important that was. Yeah. I knew, like, this is huge for people to stay healthy, is to work out. And it also was huge for me to stay connected and to keep showing up for my clients. Um, And then when we opened up, we've just, you know, limited our numbers, which were private anyway but limiting our class numbers and cleaning more so than we cleaned before which you know we disinfect after all of our clients anyway and do deep cleaning on the gym when when it's needed and um, so that that hasn't changed too much for us but it definitely has brought a lot of awareness for a lot of my clients in them kind of taking more control over their health
1: yeah Yeah, I know that for a lot of people that not being able to go to the gym was Deal-breaker for a lot of people they just they either didn't know how or they didn't know what they should do or yeah Like there was so <laughs> I'm many, like yeah, ah,
0: because I just want to call bullshit Right, but
1: that's why I showed up and did the live workout because it's like you
0: don't have to have a gym Right Yeah. and as a gym owner that feels really like okay. I mean of course I want you to come and work out, but you don't have to have this Yeah, I want to give you the tools so that you can do it on your own. I mean that's been An overarching goal of mine in all aspects i never want to be the person that doesn't tell you why right oh just eat this just because i say so No, it's teaching you so that you have control so that you can do it on your own it doesn't matter
1: where you're at right right and and nutrition and supplements are something that they can easily do at home even if they weren't necessarily moving in the way that they are used to Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously there's lots of options to keep your body moving but if if that is where you feel like you're lacking you know, the nutrition and supplementation is an easy thing to do from home.
0: I love that you see it that way. Yeah. You know, when people are talking about the things that they can't do, um, you know, if someone goes through a surgery or, you know, something like that or an injury and it keeps them from working out, well, I just can't work out so I gained a bunch of weight and I'm like, well, what about all the stuff that you can do, yeah. right? You have control of your nutrition.
1: Absolutely. You have control of all the other aspects, so. Yeah. We could absolutely Mm -hmm. go down a rabbit hole and talk about (laughs) what supplements do you think and what, what, you know, how does that hormone go? But, you know, I think for each person it's definitely so different, and that's something that you are really good at talking through with people depending on what their norm is and what is important to them what their goals are Um, i think there's a lot of variation in that Mm -hmm. Um, and you kind of almost end up being not just their physical trainer but their you know nutrition go-to person and you know talk about hormones and supplements and all of the different idiosyncrasies that come with that whether they're training for a competition or whether they're just trying to get healthy Um, and I'm sure that there's emotional stuff that comes in with it. I know there it's is all. because it comes in for me every it's time I come in. All emotional.
0: Yeah. For sure. That's how we're driven is by our emotion and by our mental. You know, what? what's our brain telling us? What, do, what are we thinking? When um, I mean, you're talking about hormones and nutrition, I'm going to say this. I'm not a doctor, yeah. Yeah. I just play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to throw in that fun little um, joking line, but I have done years and years of research and applied science on myself and hundreds of clients to really understand that what you put in your body is the most important thing. Right. Your brain tells your gut what to do and your gut tells your brain what to do. And that's where it all starts. So. Um, people just need to take control. And I know that that sounds like, oh, that's
1: like, that's huge, but um, one little thing at a time. Yeah, it's one decision. You can't eat all three meals at one sit down. You make a decision. Oh, I mean, and, well, <laughs> you can. That doesn't count. Um, <laughs> but I mean, for the most part, people have to just decide what to eat for this one meal. Yeah. That's one decision. And then you move on to the next. And that can feel
0: huge. You know, the the changes can feel huge for some people, depending on where they come from, you know, what their background is, what they've been shown, taught. I mean, even if we look what we were taught in elementary school, mm-hmm. the food pyramid. We just oh. were talking about this yesterday. This and how... Crazy. I mean, but I don't even know when... That's something I haven't looked up. When was the food pyramid?
1: Yeah
0: created, and it's absolute crap. Um, You know, we were talking about BMI. And according to the BMI I'm overweight but that was created in like 1820 I could go completely off, right. um, like you said down a rabbit hole but it does just start with one choice and what it starts with really and this is where the mental piece comes in is taking your power back and instead of giving yourself even a bullshit excuse or a reason
1: as to why you can't thinking about what you can do and really taking control right right so what are some of those con- what do those conversations look like when you have a brand new client that comes in and and they're like I don't even know where to start like I know I need to make different choices I know I want to be healthier what do I do first because I think that's an overwhelming place to be yeah it
0: can be for sure it's really individualized on what a certain person needs to do first um, and because it is overwhelming I like to start small so it really just depends. Um, it can be something as little as drinking water, mm-hmm. something as little as eating more. Um, and, and people always are like, wait, like I don't know. Yes, you do, it's okay. Yeah. Like if you're getting up in the morning and you're just drinking coffee and you're not eating anything <clears throat> until who knows when, oh my gosh, I forgot to eat all day because I had all of these meetings. And so you have some crap snack or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you eat dinner, yeah, that's gonna probably end up leading to, I don't like to use the, word, use the word binging, but it can lead to like some overeating on the weekend when you're not as busy, because you're hungry, because right. you haven't eaten enough. Um, and so it can just be as little as that. Like, okay, I want you to eat a couple more meals. Make sure that you plan some breakfast. What do you want me to eat? Right. Well, let's, you know, we can we can talk about that because that's that also can lead into some either big changes or Mm -hmm. just some knowledge needing to be imparted on um, removing things like good and bad and healthy and unhealthy. Yes, those words are
1: such triggers for so many people. I think it's so important that, that those myths or those, you know, understandings of how those words can and should and shouldn't be used you know when you're talking about yourself uh it's just super important
0: yeah i mean food is food it's all energy it's all calories and so then it's just understanding kind of how you want to fuel your body and yeah there's going to be better choices than some like look i'm sitting here drinking a rain and this isn't you know, good for me, quote unquote. It's got chemicals and and different Mm -hmm. things in it, but that's a choice that I make. It's kind of like if you want to eat Cheetos or donuts, right? right? That's not inherently bad for you. That's not what brought you to this place. So it's just understanding that. And so it just starts with that conversation with someone Um, because sometimes when they think that they're eating bad, it's going to bring shame and that's going to start that, Cycle, like you said, right. the word trigger. I mean, that really can be hard for a lot of people when they're looking to make a change, when they're looking to get healthier.
1: Yeah. So if you have someone that have some of those, um, some of those trigger words in place, that. Uh, Or a triggering number on the scale Mm. what what are some of those conversations because I know the counseling piece of it That or the the coaching piece of it Mm -hmm. is so important when it's just one-on-one conversation
0: Yeah, and really that just comes for me so intuitively when I'm with a client But it would probably go something like just depending on on that person as you know, not weighing not weighing yourself um, not worrying about what the number on the scale is. Talking about, um, you know, what what your value is and what the focuses are. Those non-scale victories. You know, if no. you know if the goal is to drink more water, like we just talked about, if that's one of the small things sure. we're working on, that's what we're focused on. Because as you focus on those little things, then the scale will change, yeah. right? Um, I don't remember what the other part of the question was <laughs> that you asked me because that scale thing is huge. Right, It's so huge for clients, especially in the industry that I'm in because, yes, you can be a personal trainer and you can train someone and have them work out. When you're doing specifically weight training mm-hmm. and people are gaining muscle mass, there may not be a huge differential on the scale.
1: Yeah. Or um, it could even go up for could sure. even
0: go up for some people, Mm -hmm. and that can be this huge issue, mainly for women. I see women who feel like they need to weigh the exact same that they weighed before they got pregnant or when they were in high school, Um, and really trying to wrap their heads around the fact that that's kind of what brought you to this place. Yeah. Um, You know, and I can think back in high school and be like, I didn't eat breakfast and I had a Rhesus Peanut butter cup and a Coke at break, and I had maybe a piece of pizza or bagel bakery at lunch, and then I ate dinner. Like, I I didn't eat a lot of whole nutrient dense foods. Sure, I wasn't muscular, so the scale can be this huge,
1: huge thing to overcome. Absolutely, I I think it's it is like I just almost wish we could eliminate it altogether. So that was never, never a thing um, for so many people, because it is such a huge trigger. Um, I've definitely experienced that. But I've also come to terms with some things on my own that made that have really made the difference for me. Like it's, yes, I weigh myself occasionally, Mm -hmm. like every maybe month. Um, yeah, just if we're to, doing a check-in. Yeah, just yeah. to see if I'm, you know, that I'm not completely, you know, blowing it. Um, but for the most part, you know, it it just isn't the the important thing. You know, I think about how do I fit in my clothes. You yes. Know, what what are some of the measurements that I have, or how much can I lift in different?
0: You know mm-hmm. different
1: scenarios. So those are things that that I think just take time um, and someone to counsel them through that journey to see because you almost have to experience the change through that yes. rather than you know than just someone telling you you know what will what's important or what will be Mm -hmm. make a difference for them you have to really see it for yourself
0: yeah it's really interesting when I when I have a client who's doing a check-in for the first time so I usually do that in between two to four weeks after we've started just depending on that progression Mm -hmm. where they were at um, what their ability was uh, you know if they were counting macros if they were following a meal plan that kind of stuff right those variables and we'll do the check-in, and the first piece is they go and change, and while they're in that bathroom and they change, then they weigh themselves. Yeah. And they'll come back in like, <sighs> <laughs> I, you know, I weighed the same, or I only lost two pounds. And I'm like, okay, that's great. That's just information. Right. And I'm like, well, that's only information for me? Because now what we're going to see is where that differential is in that body composition and how you have added muscle
1: mm-hmm.
0: and lost fat and you may just weigh the same yeah right and that old saying muscle weighs more than fat I would really love people to stop saying it that way because it's absolutely impossible that's like five pounds of bricks and five pounds of feathers right which one weighs more right they both weigh five pounds mm-hmm. it just takes a shit ton more feathers to make up that weight yeah and I would say we want to be a brick house right right we want to be solid so muscle is denser than fat so you can weigh 160 pounds and you can bust your ass in the gym and eat macros for your body for the the nutrients that you need and you can come back in two to three weeks and weigh 160 pounds again but you could have gained three pounds of lean mass not meaning that you actually, for any of people who are gonna be like, you can't gain three pounds of muscle, holding more energy in those cells because you're actually lifting and you're eating the nutrients that your body needs, right? and then you've lost fat, so you've changed that composition, so you've lost some body fat percentage, and then you see that light bulb go off for people. When they see that, they're like, oh my gosh. And you can see it in pictures, Mm -hmm. and the inches go down. And that's where the scale is not your only measure of progress. If it's what you have at home, and what you're using, you can gauge it a little bit by the scale sometimes, right? Right. Just depending on the individual, again, how much do you have to lose? What are your goals? What are you trying to do? Um, But I would really recommend if you're on a journey of a fitness journey yourself, to do inches measurements, get a measuring tape from Walmart, Walgreens, wherever, and take your circumference measurements and take those that's going to show you that differential that's going to show you the compositional change that you're adding muscle and take pictures yeah absolutely please take pictures yeah it can feel really hard and vulnerable when you're in that starting place or when you're feeling down but i will tell you what i've had so many people tell me i really wish i would have taken pictures or I would have let you take pictures because yeah. I don't I don't force anyone sure I just tell them you know this is for you um, but so many people are like I'm so glad I took pictures and that I can see that difference Yeah. so the number on the scale does not
1: matter right. I absolutely a hundred percent agree with that for sure um, learned behavior though definitely a learned behavior for you mm-hmm yeah for sure for sure Um, So I know that you definitely take your clients on a journey, but your business has been on quite the journey over the last couple of years as well. Mm -hmm. You've gone from really being a single solo um, trainer to now you've got a whole team of people. Tell me about that. Yay, and I'm so happy and so grateful. Uh,
0: One of the trainers on my team has been with me for... Four years now, Selena has been, which is so incredible. And she started as a client, and then started working with me. Um, And it just feels incredible to be able to not only help these women to pursue their purpose in helping others, but to be able to help more people because um, I can only train so many people. Yeah, Uh, and. It's really nice to have this team of women that are like-minded, that Mm -hmm. feel the same way that I do about nutrition and overall health and wellness. And of course, they all have their own personality and their own spin and their own strengths. And it's nice. It's nice to have that. It's grown from Selena and I in the last year to now I have two other trainers And then I have another one that's gonna be coming on pretty soon yeah
1: yep and Anna that's Anna oh yeah Yeah. oh Oh, and my
0: assistant yes is now going to be training also yeah yeah
1: because we all know you cannot Scale a business by yourself like it's impossible. You have to have other people that help you along the way, um, and those the, the the administrative help I have learned from starting to scale my business yes. is fantastic. Things that you thought were impossible just because of time limits certainly all of a sudden become possible, and mm-hmm. it's incredible feeling to be able to do more and be more and grow and you know take on things that you would never have because there just wasn't ever enough time in the day
0: yeah and it still feels like yeah yeah,
1: there's not enough time like as i'm scaling it and as
0: things are happening Mm -hmm. it's like oh and now more (laughs) all of a sudden which is pretty awesome yeah and anna and i just had our one year anniversary
1: yes Uh uh-huh there was cookies and donuts (laughs) at the gym
0: people fit donuts by the (laughs) way
1: crumble cookies
0: (laughs) crumble cookies those split in quarters really really well And when you have a quarter
1: that it's okay that's good it's okay yeah
0: i had like two
1: or three i had one (laughs) (laughs) but we think alike yeah
0: she and i do so yeah it's it's been pretty awesome to to watch her growth to watch Selena's growth. Mm-hmm. Madeline just came in and she went on an incredible transformation journey on her own and has decided that that's where her heart is and she has some she's started training clients and she has a boot camp. Yeah. And I love when I go into that gym and the energy is so incredible because people are there to change their lives and they're open-minded
1: and they're working hard and it just feels so awesome yeah yeah so as a leader that was do it all myself kind of a person moving into that next phase what was moving into i have to delegate some of this stuff how did that feel what did that look like? hard
0: it's so hard, scary thank goodness I have you <laughs> you and Jillian have helped me so much to understand that it's okay it's okay to to delegate and let other people do it and also knowing that uh, done is better than not done <laughs> yeah. yeah and done is better than perfect right. um, and not that I, I guess I don't really like that word perfect because I guess sure. for me Done and having somebody else do it is better than it not being done yeah because for sometimes sure. that's what was happening because I didn't understand how to do everything and delegate
1: Yeah.
0: and and my brain even says like it's just gonna take me too long to teach them I'll just do it myself yeah. and then I would never get anywhere yeah. then I would never have more time to be able to do all of the things
1: that are on my heart yeah absolutely and i know that there is a ton more coming because we talk all the time Mm -hmm. there's more goodness on the way so we will definitely have to keep up on your journey uh, and talk about things as they roll out just like Mm -hmm. all the rest of us we're all in that constant transition i think that's one thing that that a lot of people have a hard time with they think that there's A destination in entrepreneurship and there's Mm. there is none it is all about the journey (laughs) a hundred percent you know and you have to be able to enjoy the pieces and parts there's always a goal you want to reach you know that that you will celebrate and it's important to celebrate those wins but there's always gonna be a new goal yes Um, I think that's that's the best part of being an entrepreneur to me Yes,
0: and I think that's human nature, Yeah, really. It's interesting to me when people are like, oh, I just really don't like change. And the human brain is wired for change and growth, and it thrives in that. And so even when I don't know that I have another goal, my brain already knows that there's another goal, that there's something else that is just going to keep
1: building. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. So one more question, which is always my last question. Oh, gosh. <laughs> how do you give back? Ooh.
0: When you say, how do I give back? Mm-hmm. What just came up for me was I give back with my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, It's not like I have to make a list of the things that I do to be validated. Yeah. I feel like I give back by just showing up. By being present and by listening, and that's what I ask for with my clients and my friends and people that I'm in relationships with, yeah. is that they do the same, and that's how I give back.
1: Yeah, I think what comes up for me, just because I do know you so well personally, um, and something that that you know may not, you know, you may not see as giving back, but being that person that. Uh, others who are in the process of or have just recently gotten sober, being able to be that voice to say, I know what that feels like. I know where you've been. I've been right where you are. And having that open conversation is really powerful.
0: Thank you. Yeah, that feels like a really big piece that I can give back to others because when you feel seen and you feel like oh somebody else has been through this and it's possible yeah. then you know that you can do it
1: yeah absolutely yeah I
0: definitely want to um, because once we were talking about scaling yeah. um, you know that's really what is there the biggest dream one of your questions was what's my biggest dream yeah. and I said I'm living it my biggest dream is that as I continue to manifest what needs to happen in the business so that I can help as many people as possible, um, that it gives me time to go and help others that are struggling in the way that I was struggling, whether that's in uh, prisons, women's prisons, that's what comes to mind, recovery centers. um, You know, I've spoken in schools. That's really where I want to be. Yeah, it's where you're going. Yeah,
1: I can already see you there. <laughs> Thanks, friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.